there's been so many times in the past and even now where I see kids and they just have so much anxiety because they just have so much pressure put on. And the reality is, is like us as teachers, we really can't change the standards. Like I can't get rid of standardized tests. I can't get rid of these high expectations, whether I agree with them or not, they're here. But what we can do is we can make our students feel confident. We can let them know that they are special, that they are beautiful. Welcome to the Teacher Goals Podcast. This is your host, Erica Terry from Healthy Wealthy Educators. And I'm so excited to collaborate with Teacher Goals to bring you a weekly show that equips educators with best practices and actionable strategies to achieve success in the classroom and foster a more connected and empowered school community. Here, we learn by engaging in honest discussions with innovative teachers, administrators, and educational leaders. Are you ready to achieve your teacher goals? Of course you are, so you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, it is Erica Terry, your host of the Teacher Goals podcast, as well as the founder of Healthy Wealthy Educators. And I am super excited to be hanging out with you today. When I say I believe so strongly in the power of positive affirmations, because I've seen the transformation that has happened in my own life as a result of this practice, so much so that I'm teaching my daughter to do the same, and we're even writing a children's book about the power of positive affirmations. So when I tell you that I had such a great time with our guest today, Monique Waters, who is the author of I Can Achieve Anything, because she is using and teaches us how to use the power of positive affirmations in order to improve and build strong relationships with the students in her kindergarten class. And if I'm being completely honest with you, prior to meeting her, 20 years in education, and I never once thought about incorporating positive affirmations into my classroom even though I do it in my own life. Like, that is so crazy to me. But after this interview, I am completely and totally inspired, and I'm sure that you will be too. We had such a great conversation, and the Q&A afterwards was awesome as well. So if you are not already rocking with us, and hanging with us inside of the Teacher Goals community, then we definitely invite you to join our Facebook group or follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube so that you can get access to the interviews as they are live streamed and have your questions answered. If you're ready to learn how to use positive affirmations in your classroom, as well as to understand the impact that this practice has on your students, then you're definitely in the right place. So let's get started. So everyone, welcome. I am so excited that you're here. Once again, my name is Erica Terry. I'm from Healthy Wealthy Educators, and I am going to go ahead and bring up our special guest tonight, 
Monique Waters, who is the author of the children's book, which I absolutely love, I Can Achieve Anything. So I'm bringing her up right now. Monique, how are you? Wonderful. I'm so thankful and excited to be here. There's so many people. Hi, everyone. (laughs) So grateful. Yes, Teacher Ghost community is worldwide, and I love, like, we see people all around the world. So I'm a great group. So excited to have you tonight. And so, guys, I'm going to open up with this story. So my nephew is in kindergarten. He just got out of school last week. So I call him on the last day of school, and I'm like, hey, bud, like, I know the last day was fun. Like, did you have a great day today? And he's like, no, I didn't have a good day. And I was like, well, why not? Like, what happened? Why wasn't the last day good? And he was like, because I'm not going to see my teacher for 60 days. Do you know how long that is? I'm going to miss her. And I was like, oh my gosh. And his teacher was none other than Miss Waters. So that just shows you um, a testimony of how kids respond. Like when you I spend time building them up with positive affirmations and building those strong relationships. He's like, I'm not going to see her for 60 days. Like, that's Uh, like years for kindergarten. So, yes, he loves you. The pool a few times and get some ice cream and get to sleep in. He'll forget all about (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, my daughter's actually there now with him for granny camp. So, you know, she hasn't even called me today. So they're clearly having a lot of fun. They're living their best life. Living their best life. So you are obviously a great teacher that does a good job of building strong student relationships which is what we're here to talk about. But before we get into the strategies that you're actually using as a kindergarten teacher, we want to know more about you. Tell us about who you are and what you do. Well, you already introduced me. My name is Monique Waters and I am a teacher. I've been teaching for eight years. I teach kindergarten and I've taught kindergarten for all eight years. Um, prior, Prior to that, I did some substitute teaching and I taught preschool for a few years, actually for a while, all through college and a little bit after college. And then outside of teaching, I just wrote my first picture, my first book, which is a picture book, I Can Achieve Anything. And that came out in January and I'm super proud of it. And I also create teaching resources for teachers. I present at conferences all over the country, virtual conferences and different professional developments and things like that. And that's one of my big passions is just like helping educators and encouraging them. And so I just love the education community and all of that. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. In her book, I Can Achieve Anything, make sure you stay on to the very end because she's giving away a copy to one of our Teacher Girl community members. So make sure you stay on until the end for that. And with that being said, my nephew, and I'm going to keep talking about him because this is my example. Like he truly believes I can achieve anything. Like he wants to be a coder. We actually put him like in a coding camp. And so What you're doing obviously works, but before we get into the strategies, share your story with us. So you've been teaching kindergarten for eight years. Kind of tell us about this transformation or transition that you've made where, you know, you really put a lot into building students' confidence right from the very beginning. Yeah. So I think when I first started teaching, like so many teachers, I was just trying to like, you know, figure it all out. Like, it's just like teaching is extremely challenging. There's so many different components to it and stuff like that. But 
as I progressed in my career, and especially during the pandemic, I guess we're still in the pandemic, but you know, when we came back from teaching virtual and stuff, I just noticed a need in myself, but also a need in my students where I was like, you know, like some of these kids have never been in a classroom or really never even really left their house. And if they did, they don't remember it because I do teach such young ones and they were having a difficult time dealing with their emotions, dealing with their feelings and expressing themselves and feeling confident and feeling like they could do things. Because even though we had like this pandemic and these kids, like, you know, didn't have those experiences, the expectations were still the same by the state. So they still had these big standards that they had to reach. They still had these tests that they had to pass even in kindergarten. And the confidence level was just not there. And so I just was like, okay, more than ever, like, you know, building relationships has always been a top priority. Mm -hmm. And I have some of the best relationships with students that I've had in the past and their families. Like I still talk to some of my students' families, but more than ever, I was like, okay, I need to build them up and make sure that they feel good. Mm -hmm. I feel good. So it was like, it benefited both of us. And so, you know, I was like, okay, well, what's something that I can do and implement into my classroom that, you know, isn't going to necessarily like take a huge like part of our day because we do have stuff that we have to do, but also like making this a priority. And so affirmations was just like one of the very small things that I started to do. Other things where I just really wanted to just transform the way that I did things. And it just made a huge impact in my classroom. I noticed so many different changes in behaviors and how my kids performed on assessments and just how they spoke to each other, how they spoke about themselves. And so I'll never go back to not not making social and emotional learning a top priority in my classroom. Yes, let's talk about it. Let's dive into it. So you've already kind of given us some examples of the positive impact that you saw in your students, but walk us through like some of the strategies that you were actually using that resulted in this new, you know, found self-esteem and confidence. Well, one of the big things that I do is give them like real life scenarios and real life examples. So when we're talking about like these positive or encouraging words or even emotions and things like that, I want to make sure that they understand like, what is it that we're talking about? So like, you know, in the book where it says like, I am peaceful, like what does it mean to be peaceful? What's an example of somebody being peaceful? So they really understand what that means. So then they know when they are exhibiting that behavior or that action or whatever it may be. So just like giving them real life examples and really like walking through it slowly because they don't have to understand it all in one day. But I want to understand like why we say these things. So even when I introduce affirmations to them, I tell them like your brain is really smart and it can hear everything that you say. And so when you say bad things, your brain can hear it. And when you say good things, your brain can hear it. And so When we say good things and our brain hears those good things, then our brain can do those good things because our brain believes in ourselves. So like, I don't really hear a lot of like, I can't do this because since the very first day of school, I've been teaching them like, we don't say bad or negative things about ourselves because then our brain will believe those things and then we really won't be able to do it. And then, you know, like our morning meeting time is a really great point in the day where we just like sit down and we just talk and I just listen to them. I hear them out. And we have like something called like, I can't get Tuesday, where they'll come and they'll say something that they can't do yet. And their classmates will actually like give them ideas. Most of the time, it's I can't do a flip yet, or I can't ride a bike yet, or I can't. And they kind of recycle the same ones over. (laughs) What's really cool is that at the beginning of the year, sometimes a lot of the strategies that I'm giving them because they're so young, I'm kind of like feeding to them. But by the end of the year, they're really like, oh, well, 
you could practice every day or you could start with the car, a handstand and then you can ask the grown up to flip you over. And so it's just like helping them learn that just because you can't do something right now doesn't mean that you can't ever do it. Oh, I love that. And so with the I can't, it was I can't do Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, yeah. Okay. Get. I love that. So with that, like, does every student go each Tuesday um, or you just pick a couple? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I can't do Tuesdays. You talked about the morning meetings that you have. Any other strategies, anything that you're doing to build relationships with like families or anything that they take home to do with their families? Yeah. So COVID really made it tough these past two years because I typically like have parents in the classrooms whenever I can, like volunteers and things like that. So I definitely am glad that we're moving into another direction where I can have more parental involvement. But I definitely, even when I am sending emails to the families or things like that, and I'm letting them know like, hey, we just did a letter of sound assessment. You're going to get those results. I always say like things like, and you should be so proud of your learner because even if they don't know all the letters, they have come so far. And like, it's just the overall like a statement that, because I want them to then, once they read that, they're like, okay, I should be proud of them. It shouldn't be like a situation where it's like, well, you don't know these yet. And so mm-hmm. when I talk to them, I kind of try to like feed into them like that positive and encouraging talk so that hopefully when they talk with them at home, they they continue that and do it at home as well. Yes. And then I also saw that at one point you had incorporated like a mirror, maybe, or it might have been a door and you had some affirmations on there. So kind of tell us about that. Yeah. So both all go along with my book, I Can Achieve okay. Anything. So along with my book, there's um, a, a companion pieces that I have um, available in my Teachers Play Teacher store. I'm sure a lot of the teachers here are familiar with that. And so the companion pieces, so the the affirmation cards are just like little cards that I put along our mirror and they just say positive words. And the reason why I really like these ones is, is that wasn't an original idea of my own. I actually saw like a lot of middle school and high school teachers doing that, but they were words most of the time. And I was like, well, the, some of the kids can't read. Like, I don't know if that's going to be so in, as impactful. So the ones that I have go along with the characters that are in the actual book that I have. So like Mm -hmm. if you read the book to your students, your students will become familiar. So like my kids will really look at it and they'll see the kid who goes with like I am peaceful and they'll say like, I want peaceful or I am strong and stuff. And so it sits right at the front door of our room and every morning they can just look at it. And even if they're not saying a positive affirmation, they're still seeing themselves. They're still taking pride in themselves. Like I tell them, like, check yourself in the mirror and make sure you look nice today and make sure you're happy with how you look like and stuff like that. And so. Sometimes they'll say those affirmations, but sometimes it's just there just for them to just check themselves out and give themselves some love. <laughs> yes, we love it. And so I love how you've taken a principle or a strategy that's typically used in middle and high school with words and, you know, incorporated pictures and things of that nature. So that is awesome. And so we are the Teacher Ghost community, the Teacher Ghost podcast. And so thinking of goals or a goal that teachers can achieve by applying these principles and strategies that you shared tonight, what would that teacher goal be? I think the biggest goal is to make kids to build confidence. There's been so many times in the past, like I've just, and and even now where I see kids and they just have so much anxiety because they just have so much pressure put on. And 
And the reality is, is like us as teachers, we really can't change the standards. Like I can't get rid of standardized tests. I can't get rid of these high expectations, whether I agree with them or not, they're here. But what we can do is we can make our students feel confident. We can let them know that they are special, that they are beautiful. And even outside of just how they feel intellectually, how they feel about themselves, what they look like, are they one of only that looks a certain way or do they have a certain physical disability that might make them feel a little bit insecure? And so we always just want to make sure that all of our students feel seen and feel heard and feel positive and just feel feel good about themselves. And so that is just my ultimate goal is I don't want any child that in my classroom or that comes in contact with me to not feel like they are special and that they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that they're valued. Like, that's really important to me. Yes. And so with all great things, because we know we want our students, we want to build that confidence. We want them to feel valuable and beautiful and smart. But with all good things, there comes challenges. So when you think about, like, using positive affirmations or really taking time each day to, you know, build student confidence, like, what is the challenge that teachers typically face? when they're trying to do this important work and what can they do to overcome it? I think that we're all so busy and we have so much to do. And so sometimes like those little things that seem like, oh, that's just one more thing, we push it off. But to me, it was like, I can spend 10 extra minutes doing this. Like there are Mm -hmm. 10 minutes in the day where I'm doing something that's not as valuable and I can figure out where that is so that I can make sure that I fit this in. And so it might take some like you looking at your schedule and readjusting things and refiguring things out. But like there is time. It's just about Mm -hmm. figuring out when you're going to put it in there. And maybe it's not a whole lesson. Like maybe it's not a whole thing. But literally saying the affirmation takes us less than a minute. Like because we only say four of them. So we do four affirmations daily and we say them and they literally take us less than one minute to do. Mm -hmm. So even if you just start there and then maybe sometimes you build on conversations or maybe On Fridays and Mondays, you make sure that you have those conversations or those check-ins and stuff like that. I definitely think there's time. You just kind of have to look at your schedule and figure out how can I fit this in and how can I make this a priority? So it does take some organization. It does take something around. But I definitely think that if teachers start doing this, they'll notice a change in like their students' behaviors. A lot of times ask me like, what's your classroom management thing? And I'm like, I don't really have like a full behavior system. Like I don't have any chart where they're moving something up and down or anything like that. We have a whole class reward system and that's about it. But when my kids are doing what they're supposed to do, like I just say to them, like, "Mm, you're smarter than that. Like, don't do that. And the behavior is done. Like now, is that going to work for every kid every time? No, some kids have a whole different situation going on. Do something different for them. But I think that when you do prioritize this and you really do make it a habit, Things go by a lot quicker and you have more time for this because your students are just, they're just, I don't know. It's just, it just changes. Yeah, yes. And it sounds like you spend less time managing behaviors. Yes. Because they're believing in themselves and they're, you know, showing grit and working hard and doing what it takes. And so that is wonderful. So when we think about action steps. What is one action? And I say to implement tomorrow, but I know some of you are already on summer break. So to implement the next time you're in front of students, what is like one action that someone that's like, you know what, I do need to prioritize and spend more time doing this work. What's one action that they can implement tomorrow? I would say start with yourself. Like teachers don't take 
good enough care of themselves a lot of times. And so I think that when you start with dance, it's easier for you to give yourself and be that advocate for your students and do those things for your students, right? And so summer break is a great time for teachers to like start with themselves and start doing those things. And then once they get into the classroom, just start with doing daily affirmations. Like you don't need my book to do that. You can just come up with your own affirmations, come up with five things that you think are positive and encouraging, and then have your kids say those things. And then like after they say them a few times, like talk about what those different things mean and then have them like, you know, draw a picture of themselves and write one of those words under themselves. Which one are you? Like, are you strong? Are you talented? Are you unique? Like, and then have them go from there. And then maybe you do like include an affirmation mirror in your classroom where you have different affirmations and different images and things like that on there that make your kids feel good. And then like you just keep building upon those things. And I think just building those habits and just the way that you talk to your students like instead of getting angry when they're not doing something right like you know like more so tell them that they're better than that you are better than the behavior that you're exhibiting I know this I know that you are a great person and a great student I know that you don't want to hurt people and when they hear you say that it's so much better it's so much more impactful than like stop doing that like you don't do that all you are is another person telling them no but that was a great opportunity for you to fill them up and tell them who they are. I love it. Really speaking into their lives, letting them know that you believe in them and you know, you know who they are and that makes them believe in themselves. So that is awesome. So for people that want to learn more about you, learn more about the work or the strategies that you're using, tell us where can they find you? So my website is It's Monique's World. And then you can also find me on It's Monique's World at on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. I probably will respond on Facebook or Twitter. So Instagram is the best place to contact me. But also my email, it's MoniqueBroad at gmail.com. If you have any questions, I'm super happy to answer you. But if you go to my website, it's MoniqueSworld.com, it will link you to all of those different places. So you'll see everything that I have to offer in the one blog post that I've made because that is that. Me too. Um, it's so hard. Instead of talking is way easier than making a blog post. I just need somebody to type when I say it each day. That's what I need. Like, yes, repurposing that content. But no, this was great. I am so excited and can't wait to hear as people begin to implement these strategies, the strong relationships that they're going to be making with their students. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. So there you have it. Those daily positive affirmations are a great strategy to build your students' confidence and self-esteem, as well as to grow those dynamic, personable relationships with them that motivate them to achieve success. I cannot wait to hear the results after you begin to implement these practices in your own classroom. And as always, I just want to thank you for hanging out with us at the Teacher Girls Podcast. And thank you for being a part of the Teacher Girls community. We appreciate you and are so thankful that you're here. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Teacher Girls Podcast. Here are three ways that you can engage with us and join an amazing community of educators. First, subscribe to the show in whatever platform you're tuning in on. Second, be sure to follow us and join the Teacher Goals Connected School Communities Facebook group so that you never miss our live recordings 
and the opportunity to engage in a live Q&A with our weekly guests. Last but certainly not least, I'd love to hear your favorite tip from today's show. Leave a review or snap a pic and create a post tagging at Teacher Goals and me at Healthy Wealthy Educators so that we can check out all of the great things that you're doing to achieve your teacher goals. Teacher Goals and Teacher Heart Out is sponsoring a 2023 Bahamas cruise open to all educators. Guests such as spouses, family, and friends are also welcome to attend. There is an amazing lineup of speakers, and you can book your PD at sea now by putting down a $200 deposit. Attend the Sail Away Party Thursday, July 6th in Port Canaveral at 6 p.m. in preparation for Cruising Friday. You will return Monday, July 10th at 8 a.m. Scan the QR code now to sign up. You don't want to miss it.